Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll free number, 800 9510592, the website at allamericangold.com. And I hope you all had a fantastic weekend, March Madness, in full effect. Uh, the no teams left in Arizona. Matter of fact, only one Arizona team got in, uh, Grand Canyon. Uh, by the way, shout out to them. The first time uh, in the tournament, uh, they sent a bunch of uh, a bunch of fans up there. A lot of the uh, Grand Canyon supporters uh, they, they they raved about the excitement their fans showed. They didn't win, uh, but they made a good showing of themselves. Uh, Colorado, the Buffaloes, trying to make it to the Sweet Sixteen tonight. Uh, my team. As you guys know, uh, born and raised in Syracuse, uh, I bleed orange. Now, having said that, I don't like to go to Syracuse. Uh, no offense, uh, great, great town. Uh, well, uh, that's probably an exaggeration. Uh, I like the sunshine, so uh, but I do love Syracuse, and uh, they pulled a few upsets in in our marching on. Uh, March Madness uh, is upon us, and uh, now the shutdowns are starting again. I don't know if you see uh, New Jersey shutting down again. Uh, New York, I think, is going to follow suit. Uh, Miami, you saw all the spring break. I don't know what they thought was going to happen, uh, but now the uh, uh, their, their curfews in effect and all of these other things, um, I don't know. If, is it ever going to end? I hope it does. I just got this bad feeling that it's not, right? It's going to be uh, one more shot, one more mask, one more this, one more that. Uh, I don't know uh, that it's ever really going to end, uh, but I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that it will. We'll see how it all plays out. Uh, don't forget, uh, we got a, another great event. We had a, a, an event last Friday. We got a really good event this Friday at the radio station. This is going to be people that want to move Weld County to Wyoming. And I know a lot of you out there, you've seen it in a lot of these, uh, what I'll call uh, blue states where uh, a certain section of the population no longer uh, their values are no longer represented, and they don't want to live in a place where they're they're not representative. Uh, that that's going to be. We have a speaker coming in. I apologize. Uh, we we we've got a lot going on here at the Phoenix office. Uh, I will have better details tomorrow. Uh, the painters are still painting here. Well, we were hoping to get it done this weekend. You know, just like everything else, you know. God likes to mess with me because I I make great plans. I do, I really do, and then uh, that's usually when I get in trouble. So I just I'm letting go. Whatever it gets done, it gets done. <laughs> it was. It's like a, you know I don't want to say a war zone. That's not. That's a war zone would be far worse. Let's just say there's. Uh, I don't even know what to call it. Uh, plastic everywhere. Tape everywhere. Uh, we've only got a couple of phones even plugged in right now. Uh, I had to get in and and uh, unwrap uh, the studio, uh, which still, you know, the 
the the little things still need to get done and the the front office uh no one's even in it right now that's just a uh, uh, everything's under under plastic wrap right now, but uh, we're getting through it. Uh, but yeah, so this Friday at the radio station, the speaker is uh, one of the guys that's driving the movement uh, to have Weld County uh, be a part of Wyoming, or at least tell us how that could be possible and whatnot. Uh, and I don't even know who's catering the event, and I should, and I know somebody is. Uh, and big shout out to. Uh, Dominic's Pizza, they supported and, and catered the event last week. Uh, t- tomorrow, I'll have better details. I'll have better details for you tomorrow. Uh, CBD products, I can't I can't say enough great things. I had another uh, another email. This, this one, uh, the, they have a dog that's older and had a mass. You know, and you know how that is. And nobody's ever, you know, going to do anything because it's so expensive. They started taking the CBD, and I guess the the mask got all liquefied, and they went to the vet. They they lanced it, boom, gone, just like that. So uh, make sure you try them out if you got, you know. And, and it's weird, and, and I mean this in all sincerity. It seems like the CBD just knows what to do. I know it sounds weird, right? Because I, I take it. Right, I need a new D. That that's that is not a point of contention. I've had a couple of surgeries on it. It's all beat up. Uh, I've had surgery on my elbow. Uh, they're telling me I gotta have surgery on my neck where my C six and C seven is. And I've been a, uh, for lack of a better term, a a Advil popper for I don't know ten years at least right uh started taking the cbd i just take a dropper at night under my tongue and and i'm done it's that simple every day and uh i haven't taken uh an advil well outside of i i i I got a little hangover a couple of weeks ago so i took something but outside of that i don't take it anymore i'm more active than i've been in five years at least i mean i'm bowling I'm playing pickleball, I'm golfing, I'm doing all these things. For other people, it helps them with their anxiety or their cancer or it helps them sleep. It just seems to know what to do. you got to get some. 1360 KHNC, hit the shop button. We've got a bunch of products out there. I know they can help you. Plus, it helps the station. We'll be back right after the break. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. As uh, we we are getting through uh, the end of March Madness, getting ready for Easter, and then uh, uh, spring breaks going on, and uh, we're opening, we're closing, we're opening, we're closing. Uh, all these crazy spending programs. Of course, taxes are next. Get ready. But one of the things that that I think we try to do here is educate, get you to understand. Uh, you know, I, I'll use like what they, they, they want you all, they want us all to believe. Democracy, capitalism, and the land of the free. None of that's true. 
Matter of fact, it's getting less true every day. Think about all the spending, all the bailouts, the, the expansion of debt, all because they don't want people to go bankrupt. They don't, you know, in true capitalism, right, if you went out of business, somebody with money would would replace you, right, buy, buy, buy the asset cheaply and start over again, right? And instead, what do we do? We, we, we replace this with, uh-oh, things are bad. Everybody spent a bunch of money, right? So nobody has to go bankrupt. Well, I shouldn't say nobody. Right, they they decide who does and who doesn't. Uh, the uh, you know when you look at uh, the, the the shutdowns, another great example. That's a freedom. And and, and what what's going to be the rule in the future? Right? Are we, how about your smartphones? They know they know everything. We're being videotaped, recorded, all of it. We know we're getting a digital currency. Everybody knows that's not. That's not going to be a surprise. Everything we do will be recorded, period. And there's, it's not all bad, but it is what it is. And more people, you need to start basing what you're doing financially upon what is real. Based on the facts, not this belief, this myth, uh, something that, you know, they, they want to teach you in, I don't know, in third grade history class that that really isn't true uh eb tucker um he did a, a, an interview it's on all american gold.com i'm not going to play it all uh he believes in leverage gold and all this stuff and i don't but uh he, he really laid out exactly what it is i just talked about very simply, uh, and you need to prepare accordingly. Uh, So we're going to play him right now. It's about 10 minutes, a little over 10 minutes. Uh, This is E.B. Tucker. Jack, uh, let's play him. The government has confiscated gold once before. Can they do it again, and would they? Joining us to discuss this is E.B. Tucker, director of Metallic Royalty and author of Why Gold, Why Now? E.B., welcome back to the show. It's been too long, my friend. Thanks for having me. Everyone's using your book title now. I see Why Gold, Why Now everywhere in other media articles and, uh, and, uh, and headlines and videos. Congratulations. Well, that's how you know you've done something great is when people copy it. <laughs> what was it? Um, uh, imitation is the purest form of flattery. I think that was a, that's, that's an right. applicable quote. I want to talk about uh, Ray Dalio's uh, recent LinkedIn posts about possible gold confiscation. I'm just going to read his quote here. He came out with a scathing review and critique of America's current tax environment. He said, policymakers who are short of money will raise taxes and won't like these capital movements out of debt assets and into other storehold of wealth assets and other tax domains. So they could very well impose prohibitions against capital movements to other assets, example, gold, Bitcoin, etc. What's he referring to exactly? Could this happen? Oh, absolutely. It always happens. Capital controls can't move money across borders. I mean, you saw in Ukraine several years ago, they had Bitcoin ATMs. So I, I saw them when I was there. People were putting the Grivna into the Bitcoin ATM and then going to other countries to withdraw it. They promptly stopped this. I mean, uh, look, you don't have control of a society if the money's flying out of the borders. 
and you can't tell where it's going to go because money always flows to a friendly place. Now, what Dalio is talking about, I feel like it's not really fair to, to for him to put these types of uh, posts out there because it scares people and it doesn't give them proper context. In my book, uh, chapter four of, of my book, uh, we talk about the 1930s confiscation. I tell a very personal story about my great-grandmother who had a cigar box full of coins, and she gave them to the bank for $21, and then the government you know, revalued gold at $35. And I always said to my uh, grandfather, well, was she a sellout? I mean, I always thought she was a great person. Why did she do this? And, and my grandfather said, you need to understand that every single newspaper every single day had headlines about how the government needed the gold. FDR said that we needed the gold. We were going to be under attack. Our treasury was 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 in jeopardy. And if you had kept this, I mean, you would have to have been like a real anarchist to do this. No one would have done this that was a member of kind of like regular society. And so when I had that context, I said, well, look, this is kind of like watching the television every day and seeing the, the mainstream uh, narrative because we live in a narrative driven market. I mean, this is not the type of market that we grew up in. This is a narrative driven market. So the narrative is set and the narrative is reinforced. Now, why are we painting that picture for people going back? Okay, so so look at what's happening today. Where's everyone putting their money? They're putting the money into Bitcoin. It's it's all the rage. You know, you've got what a trillion and a half worth of Bitcoin in the world, and everyone says this is how we'll. And Dalio mentions Bitcoin, but people say this is how we'll protect our money from government seizure. But the chapter 17 of my book explains how Bitcoin was created, which no one ever talks about, and how the government's going to have Fedcoin. The chapter's called Fedcoin. It's like Fedcoin will be the central bank digital currency, and all the all the transactions that have ever occurred on the Bitcoin blockchain are part of the record. No one ever understands that. That's digital wealth storage that's held on a public blockchain. But David, this right here is not digital wealth storage, okay? This is this is about $7,500 worth of gold right here in my hand. This is as analog as it gets, okay? It's 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 about as as basic and uh, even a house fire can't destroy it. Uh, if someone came barging into my office with a gun, maybe they could, right? So so when you look at what's going to be confiscated, the government's there's no need to go after gold at this moment because nobody wants gold. I mean, if you're watching this video, I hate to tell you, but you're in the minority, which means you're early. Okay. When Bitcoin was $10, the people that were talking about it, including myself, I was writing a blog at the time. We talked about it. It was, it was very interesting. You know, we, we weren't making an investment case. We were just saying, this is, this is happening. And we were in the minority. People said, well, that's very dumb. Well, now everyone says that's brilliant. So where are you with gold? Everyone says that's dumb. So there's no need for the government to demonize gold because most people have no idea where you'd even buy it. Okay, but Evie, explain what happened in the 30s with your grandparents now. It wasn't, is confiscation the right term to use? They didn't really confiscate it per se, right? They just exchanged it with, with, with money. With, they, gave, they gave them dollars okay, for it. Okay, so, so that's right. So everyone gets this idea that people are going to raid your house and look for your gold. It's not necessary. All you have to do is limit the ability to transact gold in the legal market. And then you assess an excise tax. So I'm just going to give you a hypothetical. So gold takes off and it goes much higher than it is today. And everyone's panicking because uh, there's Fedcoin and all your transactions are taxed and there's no way to move money. And you have a social credit score 
And if your social credit score is too low, then your FedCoin wallet won't work at the amusement park because you've been a bad boy and you've been saying things against the government. So now your your credit score is down and you can't, you can't spend. I want you to picture this world. Okay, so yeah, it's actually, already happening in China, by the way. That's exactly what's already happening. It's not a, it's not sci-fi. This is this is already happening. You Facebook, all these things are all tracked all the time, and you, your phone knows yeah. where you are all the time. It's listening to you. So if you yeah. think this is crazy, then you're crazy. Okay, so so I want you to picture this, and then you have you have this ounce of gold, which has been declared a an asset for only subversives, and it's something that you cannot absolutely cannot have. And then you, you, you try to sell it. Well, how do you sell it? Because you can't sell it anymore because there's an excise tax. So they say, go ahead and sell it. And it's a 90% tax. Okay, well, I'll sell it on the black market. Well, that becomes very dangerous. Because remember, all they don't need to come and, and kick in your door. You just limit someone's ability to sell it. I mean, think about if you had $100,000 in cash. You, you essentially, it's very difficult to get rid of that to spend it because everywhere you if you go into to a department store and try to buy uh, you know thousand dollars worth of expensive clothing they have to call over a manager and ask you where you got the cash and fill out one of those fincen reports to report suspicious activity you you get where i'm saying i mean i mean so 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 when you think about confiscation stop thinking about a jason bourne movie or something i mean it, it, it it's just limiting the ability to transact and so then you have to say to yourself Am I buying the gold to transact? No. My book is the subtitle of my book, pictured right behind me there, is called The War Against Your Wealth. So your your wealth is not about trading. Your your wealth is about it's a physical representation of your hard effort and your thinking and your abilities and all the things that you've worked for. It's it's the war against your wealth and how to win it. That's where people's heads need to be oriented right now. Help me understand something here, because look, I grew up in North America, uh, but I have friends in China who are talking about the exact same thing you're, you you just discussed. They have a social credit system; everything's tracked. They have capital outflow controls. You're not allowed to, I think, uh, 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 withdraw more than four, fifty thousand USD worth of money outside of the country and transfer it outside of China. Why would that happen in North America? Why would that happen to a liberal democracy? Are we in a liberal democracy, or do we just read about that in the in the social media feed as a story? I mean, this is this is a narrative. I mean, the the narrative is this is the land of the free. I mean, it's really the land of the free money right now. I mean, that that's that's what it is, right? The if you notice in the U.S., the states that that were the most cooperative with lockdowns and shut their whole economies down are the ones that are getting all the federal money, and then the states that that tried to let businesses survive are the states that aren't getting any money. So you start, you just, if you really look at this objectively, and I want you to forget what you learned in social studies class, and I want you to actually look at, for example, if you make enough money, the tax situation that you have in the U.S., the tax code is so complicated. Believe me, I have three people working with me on taxes, and they have three different opinions about what we do. None of them can agree with each other because they say the fact is we have to make our case and we'll get into an argument with the IRS probably three years from now. And, of course, we want to do the right thing, but we don't know. It's too complicated. The law is too complicated. And so people in the U.S. are dreaming. I mean, this this system already exists. Well, why would you have a system that's so complicated that everyone's a criminal? Because criminals are easier to govern than free people. 
And so you have to make a system that's so complicated that everywhere you turn, you're, you've broken some kind of rule. And when you have that, it's easy to control your society. Now, I don't think the government is some evil entity. It's not the case. The nature of a government is to rule. That's the nature. That's the whole. That's how it exists. It's all around the world. It's this way. Thousands of years of history that we have recorded. It's this way. This is not new. And so when you when you think that this is something that's new, forget about that. What would you do if you had that kind of control? And don't even tell me that you would be this like you know free free and easy leader because it's not true. You know it's it, it's it's a it's a mountain of power. And you climb up to the top, and it looks different than when you're at the bottom. So, 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 David, part of part of what I try to do on a daily basis is to stop looking around at how I wish things were, okay, and instead look around and assess how they are, and then do the things that I can do something with, and the things I can't. Like in the system, I think we we lost them there. We'll pick them back up. We're coming up on the break. Uh, we'll finish with. Uh, E.B. Tucker, uh, then we'll talk about, I'll give you my uh, confiscation story uh, from my grandmother uh, and share that with you as well. Picture Radio News Hour, don't touch that dial. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report. A daily look at the significant issues of our time from an experienced conservative perspective. Sponsored by Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, this broadcast continues the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly and stands against forces that mock traditional values, slander America, and redefine the family. Now, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. President Biden is determined to make your commute as much of a nightmare as he possibly can. Not only did he sign executive action to make gas prices go up, but he's also taken action to raise the price of buying a car. This price hike comes in the form of radical increases to the national fuel economy standards. These standards were first established in 1975 when alarmist scientists believed America was running out of oil. Sadly, the regulations did not end when the panic did. Since that time, private car manufacturers have been required by law to spend untold millions of dollars making sure you get a certain standard of gas mileage from any new car you purchase. That might sound great, but studies have shown that the money you save on gas will never outpace the extra money you spend on the car in the first place. In short, consumers get the short end of the deal and car manufacturers don't do much better. President Trump wisely rolled back an Obama-era policy to increase fuel economy standards by 5% every year through 2025. President Biden reinstated that Obama policy, which is estimated to cost Americans an extra $3,000 on any new car they buy. If you aren't a new car buyer, you'll still be affected. As fewer and fewer consumers can afford to buy the overpriced new cars, more will look to the used car market thus pushing prices up across the board. Democrats claim to care about the poor and the middle class, yet they see no problem raising the prices of new and used cars by thousands of dollars. Is Joe Biden so out of touch that he doesn't see who will be hurt worst by his policies? The poor people who just need a car to get from point A to point B are going to be hurt by this government interference. If demand is up for more fuel-efficient cars, let the free market push companies to innovate. 
After all, whenever the government steps in to control the market, higher prices and inferior products are always the result. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. What's the best way to rekindle the spirit of Phyllis Schlafly and the grassroots movement she energized? In this digital age, patriots and pro-family Americans can find insight and inspiration on our website, phyllisschlafly.com. Then, share your own heart and mind on social media. So join us at phyllisschlafly.com and every weekday for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Family Values Radio, 1010 a.m. Scholar blue collar of a man. He came from the school where you didn't need nothing if you couldn't make it with your own two hands. He was backwards, backwards, use words like no, sir, yes, ma'am, by God be done. 800-951-0592. That was E.B. Tucker. Yeah, we're, we're, you get the gist because then he starts talking about uh, gold margin and stuff like that. But a system where everybody's a criminal. Right? Why would you make a system like that? And I and I immediately just, I don't know about where you guys went, but I immediately went uh, to Trump because now they're they're going after um, him about ta- you know taxes. You know, and, and as E.B. Tucker pointed out, you know, you, these, hey, we've got three different guys, and they tell me three different things. And we'll fight it out later because it's too complicated. We don't know. And, and why would you set up a system like that? And then you start thinking about uh, social scores. Think about uh, what's happening with uh, like Twitter and Facebook and, and all the rest of those social media platforms. And, and you... Uh, start thinking about, hey, are you going to need uh, vaccination proof right? to get on an airplane, to travel, to do this, to do that? And why would they set up all of these laws? And, and then you start thinking about gold confiscation, and, and you think about what the bankers have done. Because most people, you know, they only want to teach you the history they want you to know. Not the actual fact. They want you to believe for the land of the free, home of the brave. Right? And we have democracy. Actually, we're not a democracy, but that's a different show for a different time. And capitalism. We don't have capitalism. Absolutely don't. If we did the need for the central bank would be a lot less. We wouldn't have boom and bust cycles anymore. I mean, well, I shouldn't inflated boom and bust cycles anymore. You'd still have them. But he talked about his great-grandmother. Now, I don't know if that's a real story or not. Could be. Uh, but before my grandmother past. My grandmother was a teenager 
during the Great Depression. And of course, being a teenager then, much different than today, right? You know, uh, she was working, right? You know, helping uh, pay the bills, and did it. You know, that's just it was different. And she said to me pretty much exactly what E.B. Tucker said. Joey, the country was in trouble. And we all wanted to help. And that was the narrative. right? Every Everything out there was America's under attack. America's under attack. And, and this is what was happening. And I apologize. Uh, like I said, we're, we've got uh, construction happening here at the office today. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm hopeful that today will be the last day. Um, but having said that, America was under attack. And maybe confiscation is the wrong word. Because they did pay you for it. And I did like, and I liked that, that what he said about what's, you know, the future. Because there's a lot of people out there that say to me all the time, when, the, when it's time for us to turn in our guns, which is coming, when it's time for us to turn in our gold, which I also believe is coming, they like to tell me, not me. Look at me. Look at, I, you know what? I'll use me as an example of the vaccine. I'm not taking it. Of course, I say... I'm not taking it until they say, hey, without it, you can't do A, B, C, D, right? You know, hey, you can't get on a plane, right? You can't leave the state. You can't go here. You can't do this. You can't go watch your kid's football game, right? Whatever it may be. And I liked what E.B. Tucker said about, hey, we don't, they don't have to knock your door down. One of the great evils of blockchain and digital currency. I know a lot of you want to believe you're anonymous with Bitcoin. I'm going to tell you right now, that is out and out false. I cannot tell you. I bet you at least a dozen times or more. The FBI has gone out and picked up people that were, you know, one of them tried to hack Obama. I know that. They, they arrested him. How did they find him? Through the Bitcoin. And you're not anonymous. You think you are. You're really not. But you don't have to kick the door down. That's what I, I was saying about, about guns. We're on blockchain they know you bought the gun, right? You went to the, the gun shop. Uh, you Maybe you went to Warriors Revolution, right? And you bought it from Mike. That record's there. They know you have it. And then they come out one day and say, everybody that has an AR-15, you need to turn it in. Okay? Simple. You need to turn it in. Now, I'm assuming, because this is normally how it's worked in the past, they'll pay you something for it. 
And usually what they'll like to do is is pay you a little bit more than what it's worth. That way, you know, you you don't you know, they don't want to upset you even more, right? It's kind of like the gold confiscation, right? If you had a $20 gold piece, they gave you an extra 67 cents. It wasn't a dollar, but an extra 67 cents. But what if you don't turn it in? I'm not doing that. They're going to have to come get me. They're not going to come get you. They're not going to knock on your door. Your wife's going to be at the grocery store. And they putting food in the cart and whatnot and goes to the checkout. They scan all the items, comes up with the total, and she waves her phone over the whatever or however it's going to work. Maybe you still put the card in the slot because, you know, that's how we're trained. Whatever, however it works. And it's just going to say decline. Decline. But no, there's money in there. I'm sorry. You're going to have to call your bank. You call your bank and their bank's going to be like, well, uh, apparently you did something wrong. Won't take you too long to figure out what it was, will it? Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Gold is down a couple bucks. Uh, Seventeen forty-one. Uh, silver's off uh, about forty cents. Uh, just under twenty-six dollars. No real news. Uh, Jay Powell was out uh, talking about. Well, hammering, I guess, if you, for lack of a better word, the cryptos. It's not a threat to the dollar. It's more like gold, except it's a bad store of value. So I guess it's really not like gold. Uh, it's going to be regulated. It and I, and I guess what, what here's what Jay Powell really said: We're not going to allow the cryptos to compete. It's not going to happen. Guarantee it. They'll regulate the you know what out of it and turn it into uh, I don't know what some type of something the banks can securitize. That's my guess. Uh, but the ability for you to turn that into like the you know convert it and and buy things with uh, with the Fed coin comes out that'll end that 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 fantasy that we all have will be over. Uh, and and it will it will be regulated in some form and like like E B Tucker you know really they don't have to kick doors in you know when they confiscated gold in 1933 there obviously was a percentage of the population that didn't want to do it. As E B Tucker said in his story, hey his great grandmother felt it was the right thing to do. My grandmother, it was the right thing to do, right? This was America was under attack. That was how they described it. And really, they didn't have to do it, but again, there was a certain percentage that were like, eh, 
Maybe you are an anarchist. I don't know. Or what, what you just didn't want to do it. And I think today that number would be far greater. Right? A lot greater. Look at the vaccine. What's the number? How many people out there truly don't want it? Somewhere, if I was to guess, probably around 40%. That'd be my guess. You know, that, that if they had their choice, would rather not take, maybe even be 50, if you had a choice. So they, they created a law. They didn't kick down doors. They created a law. If you were caught owning gold, 10 years in prison and a 10000 fine that was the law so the black market if you will no one wanted to do that because let's say back then I mean maybe maybe a thousand people in the whole country even had ten thousand dollars right I mean, that's all that's like I don't even know what that'd be today. 10 million you know something like that right um, maybe it's a hundred million I mean a huge fine and most people, you know, it's so funny when I talk about it. Most people don't know. Do you know it was illegal to own gold in the United States from 1933 until the early 70s? You couldn't own it. Well, let me clarify. Because there's always a loophole. You know, go back to uh, E.B. Tucker. Why do they make these laws so complicated? The only gold you were allowed to keep is if you had collectible coins. That was it. Now, could you keep your wedding ring and, and your jewelry? Yes. But I'm talking about gold as money. It was illegal. Could you own a gold bar? No, you couldn't. As an average citizen here in the United States, the only gold you could own was really in jewelry form. Now, who else could have some gold? A dentist, because for gold teeth, back when you know that was popular. Uh, an artist, and of course, like everything else, right? You filled out a form. Hey, I'm making a sculpture, or I'm making this or that, and I need some gold because I'm going to plate it, or I'm going to make it out of gold, or I'm going to do this or that. A jeweler, right? Well, I'm going to make gold. Right? I'm making necklaces and wedding rings and bands and bracelets. But that was it. And then they, they knew, uh, after Nixon closed the gold window, and all of you know, because I've educated you, that was foreigners taking treasury notes. Think about today. And saying, you know what, I don't want dollars. I want gold. How many do you think would be doing that today? It'd be incredible, right? It'd be, all, be ridiculous. I don't think anyone would take dollars. So they closed the gold window because we were running out of gold. At one point in our nation's history, the United States owned over 20,000 metric tons of gold. 
Now they tell us, and I don't know, but they tell us that we own eight. That's why they closed the gold window. And then we didn't mint any gold from the early 70s till 1986. I like to tell the people the story about Lethal Weapon. Remember that movie with Mel Gibson and Danny Glover and Joe Pesci? And uh, they were cops. And, well, Pesci wasn't, but Glover and, and Mel Gibson, they were cops. And the big thing was the South African program. Because that movie was made in 1983. They couldn't even use Gold Eagles yet because, well, they didn't exist yet. Hey, our Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. Final segment, 800-951-0592. We're talking about gold confiscation, how uh, they're not going to break down our doors, I don't think when they take away more of our freedoms, our guns, uh, I absolutely believe at some point in the future uh, they'll probably confiscate gold again because they need to give credibility to whatever other fake fiat thing they're doing. Now, it's going to be worth a whole hell of a lot more. Think about it. The first time they confiscated it, it was $20.67. Don't be surprised if the next time it's 20000 maybe 200000 Right? <laughs> They'll probably give you more than 67 cents on top of it, I think. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. But, but in 1985, we passed the Gold Eagle Act, which commissioned us, the United States, to start minting gold and silver again. What they did in that act is they said any of the pre-1933 gold coins that didn't get melted down whatever was left in existence and at this point most of that was now in the hands of foreign central banks okay and they tell us that the gold that's in Fort Knox is all the gold from the you know the citizenry that they melted down blah 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 they said any of the pre-33 US gold that's left in existence is now a collectible. All other forms, gold bars, foreign gold, uh, American gold, right? Anything, anything, all other forms that we would think of are considered bullion. Period. So I do like the fact that the last time they, they, you know, maybe confiscation is the wrong word. The last time they forced us to sell our gold back to them, they paid us a premium. And, of course, then they took the price from 20 to $35 overnight. So you can imagine, oh, it's uh, uh, gold's 20000 and overnight they confiscated, give you 20000 I don't know, $67. And uh, 90 days later, they changed the price to 35000 it would sure be nice if they left a little loophole again that said you could keep your collectible gold. 
So, uh, you know, I like old gold, you know, because people ask all the time, gold eagles, $20 gold pieces. And I, I like the older gold better. You know, you can buy them, sell them, trade them. You don't have to give out uh, your Social Security number. I don't have to 1099. I don't have to do anything. And maybe possible if, and I don't know that they will. I think they will, but I don't know. If they confiscate gold again, I know they're going to leave a loophole. I just don't know what it's going to be. But if it's something where, hey, you've got collectible coins, uh, then then that'll be even better. And so uh, that's, I guess, my my take on it for today. You got to base it on realities. We are. This is where we're heading, whether we like it or not. We're already here. They track us everywhere. Google knows where I'm at 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and so does the government. 800-951-0592. Hopefully we'll get the, uh, the painting done here tomorrow. We'll get back to normal. Take care, everybody. God bless.